What is the Cremo Barber Grade Shave Experience? It's shave cream for today's gentlemen that's designed to fight razor burn and born from the grooming traditions of the past. It's rich, concentrated, and impossibly slick. It's the feeling of a close, comfortable shave with virtually no irritation. And it's yours to experience at home. Discover the Barber Grade Experience with Cremo Barber Grade Shave Cream. take off not like the rapper though I'm trying to stay alive for a little bit starting this no i'm playing um what's up everybody welcome back to the psilocyte tribe podcast and of course you already know it's your boy salvia the motherfucking mint here to help you guys out uh or well i'm the only one here today oh man what is the happy valentine's day it was like what yesterday um (laughs) yeah i i spent my time uh Clapping cheeks and eating, uh, I don't know what rhymes with that. I was trying to be a little, I'm trying to be humorous there, and it failed. <laughs> Anyways, um, I I just want to go ahead and apologize right now against the, I guess if there's any um, sound issues. Uh, I've acquired a new studio space, and um, it's a... It's pretty nice, you know, it's nice and spacious. I have uh, my guitar and shit set up up here, or at least the whole setup. I haven't put it together yet. But regardless, they, um, you know, this this area is mine. So um, within the next few weeks and so, you know, I'm going to be moving to um, throw some moving blankets or some kind of uh, insulation on the walls. That way the sound doesn't bounce around too much. Right now I've got a bunch of like moving boxes and, a couple of mattresses from other, you know, stores, spots. And, um, yeah, because, you know, we got kids that spend a night every once in a while. You know, you got the audience. I don't know if you guys have Mexican families out there, but the ones that do, you already know that it's like every little birthday celebration or something celebration or just for the fucking hell of it celebration, we, uh, you always got somebody trying to leave their kids. And, uh, <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at you. Be like, run! They're there. They won't know that we're gone. So, anyways, we keep a little, a couple of beds for them, and uh, for now, it's it's doing the best that I can to muffle the uh, the sound that's in here. Before I moved all this shit in here, it was all nothing but echoes and uh, shit like that. Who? I don't know if y'all can hear all that. It's very windy outside here in Texas. We're having a very cold wind 
burst that just like fuck you and comes through uh for some strange reason anywho's um how have you guys been i it's been a crazy 2023 so far 2023 has been ridiculous uh man i just i've been you know doing exactly what i said i was gonna do on the last previous podcast which was um cut the bullshit out of my life and it works you know this this is what um what's called shadow work where you you look into what's what's uh causing your day anything but happiness and you just start you know severing those little branches it's like trimming a tree you know if you got some bullshit branches over here and you got some hater branches over there well, if you cut them off, guess what? You got a badass shining tree. Maybe grow some apples or some shit. Hell no, maybe some marijuana buds. I don't know what kind of tree you said. We didn't, we didn't specify. <laughs> Anyways, man, a lot of shit's happening. Um, fucking Chinese spy balloon of all things that... I just want to know this, man. How the fuck does a balloon from China make its way all the way over to the U.S. and just sit there undetected. Now, I mean, you come in there with a the little dodo plane or what do you call it, a sea-doo or just anything, and these radars are going to pick that shit up. But you telling me that a spy balloon, come on, a fucking balloon? I don't think that's what it was, man. Just Something just doesn't make sense on that. It just It's just really not making sense. I feel like that was an a distraction of some sort. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, guys? It, it has to be a fucking distraction. Uh, man. It it really has. Um, have we heard of uh, Rick and Morty? Oh, I think Justin Roiland. Uh, the news about his domestic abuse. I feel like I've already talked about this. Um. So, accordingly, you know, there's allegations, all right? Nothing has been proven or charged, and Adult Swim has cut ties with uh, Justin Roiland, which um, apparently he's also had uh, conversations with underage girls. Let me tell you this, dude. Your, your Rick and Morty animated series, it's animated. It's a fucking cartoon. What Cartoons, I understand it, you know, a lot of them are aimed towards adults but you can't accept you can't expect to 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 not reach underage people as well you know every, you think about it everybody from the age of 14 and up is all trying to be a fucking grown-up adult they're like "Ooh, look at me everybody i'm smoking a blunt look at me i'm smoking weed on snap Ooh, look at me i'm drinking beer like you know what i'm saying and um and so shit that they're not supposed to have or watch is exactly what they're going to watch. And so who's to stop them from, I mean, if nobody's going to stop them from watching the fucking TV show to begin with, who's going to stop them from trying to message uh, the creators or some shit? Now, I don't know if that's how it went. You know, I don't know if he reached out to her first. And in that case, you know, fuck him. You know, that's weird. But. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty. I'm a, I'm a fan of the work, not the personalities and personal lives of those who made it. You know what I mean? 
A lot of people don't like uh, Bill Cosby because they be sleeping on him. <laughs> Get it? There's a little something funny towards the end of my drink. It started tasting a little sour. And then... And then I woke up. <laughs> uh, although, of course, you know, Bill Cosby, J-E-L-L-O. Ooh, my good old Pudding Pops. Uh, y'all remember Pudding Pops? Man, Pudding Pops were the fucking shit. You don't even need to drug my drink. You just give me some Pudding Pops and be like, you know what? I'm going to give you some Choco Tacos as well. The shit they don't even make no more. And just, blah, 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 blah. you know what? Cosby, just give me the fucking quaaludes, all right? I'll crush them up, snort them, eat them, whatever the fuck I got to do. You can't find those on the streets no more. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Underage girls. I never understood it. Like, what? No matter how famous you get, like, no matter what. No, You know that one comedian? Not, uh, not Dan. What's it? Fucking Dane Cook. All right. Let's see, you have Dane Cook. Well, I think whenever my, my cousin Tina, she was in, um, I would say, sophomore year in high school. And I remember she was saying something about Dane Cook. And Dane Cook, who is really not funny. I mean, he, he's funny if you're like a teeny bopper in high school who is just all like, I've never had jokes told to me before. And, oh my God, he's a young guy. He looks like a... He looks like that kid from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel. You know, the dude that she was obsessed with. <laughs> and the same goes for Chris D'Elia. The same thing goes for Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia is the new Dane Cook. Chris D'Elia, if y'all don't know about him, he grew up around pussy. I mean, his parents were well off financially. And, I mean, he never felt uh, a day of work in his life. And he, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, just, let's just call a spade a spade here. He was smashing broad since like, since the get go. And, uh, he's always, you know, hitting up chicks before he got married. He was always hitting up chicks all online and stuff. So if you take like, let's say 500 chicks that are messaging him, you know, he, he claims to not have known whether or not they were underage or not. But you know what really finds... Uh, one thing I found quite disturbing about Chris D'Elia is um, uh, he's, he... I think on one TV show, You or something, in the first season, or second, I don't remember, but he plays a child molester, or he plays like a... a you know, somebody that drugs chicks and, and young girls, and I think that's what made people start looking at him and uh, especially the young girls, you know, nobody's watching what the fuck their kids watch on Netflix anymore, except mine. My kids ask me for permission. They're like, hey, dad, can I watch this TV show? And so I look up what the TV show is and it's like something fucking teenage shit. I'm like, dude, yeah, fuck it. But you know what? Thank you for asking. Like a lot of people just say, fuck my parents. I'm just going to do it anyway. And uh, I appreciate them asking permission. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but I'm not going to complain. You know what I'm saying? Like somehow I got some good juice in with my kids where they they give me that ultimate respect as a parent. And we didn't have to yell at them. We didn't have to threaten them with with physical violence and a belt and all that shit. They just know like they're going to ask for shit. And if they don't do what we've been telling them, they're not going to get it. That's just plain and simple. 
You know, if I say, hey, this cat's litter box needs to be uh, cleaned out and they don't clean that motherfucker out, the next time they say, hey, dad, can we go get Chick-fil-A? No, you got ramen noodles in the fucking fridge or <laughs> in the fucking kitchen. Go, go make, you know how to make a sandwich. Go make your own sandwich. We only have ham. Oh, oh, boo hoo. Tough shit. Motherfucker. No, I'm playing. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'd have CPS knocking on my door just right now. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we need <laughs> we need to come in. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, man. This is a... I starred your email, by the way, Josh. Um, what's your last name? Who the fuck cares? Josh. Senor Josh. Here in the United States. I believe you are from Salt Lake City, Utah. Um... So you wanted me to talk about the conspiracy about uh, chemicals put in our on our everyday to day products, whether it's um, air fresheners, uh, deodorants, and soap. And I've heard about that, where uh, like antiperspirants that have aluminum in the deodorants, you know, as you use them, they block your sweat pores. And uh, I personally, uh, personally, I don't use. Um, Anything with aluminum in it, I, I look at the ingredients only because I've had like a sweat boil in my fucking armpit. And I mean, imagine how many times a day your your arm goes from straight down to up and moving around and shit. And that's the skin stretching where you have this giant fucking pimple with a nice squiggly little hair coming out of it. Oh, it was the absolute worst. Now my wife, she's a big, uh, she's a huge fan of uh, Doctor Pimple Popper and all that weird shit. So she was all like, "Ooh, let me see, let me see." <laughs> she gets so mad whenever I tell people about this. She's like, "Don't make me look weird." I'm like, baby, we are weird. Okay, <laughs> this is the Zillicide tribe. Okay, I'm the create, I'm the founder of this company, <laughs> this podcast. Anyways, um. So yeah, my wife figured it out on the internet how to lance it. She uh she got a I know this is kind of weird, hopefully none of you are eating. So she got a razor blade and she uh with tweezers held it and with a flame, a blowtorch actually, the one I use for the grill. She got a blowtorch. Yeah, I use it for the grill, not for dab rigs. No. <laughs> Uh, she, she blow, she blowtorched the fuck out of that thing. And so the razor blade turned red hot and then let it cool off for a little bit. And so she was just like, all right, I'm just going to cut it and then squeeze it all out. So I'm just so like, yeah, sure, babe. And the whole time my arm is just like, like imagine my arm was in like in a freezer for like 30 minutes and it's just sitting there shaking. Like I am relaxed. <laughs> Anyways, it was fucking gross. And, uh, yeah, I, I swear my wife could be a nurse if she wanted to, she could like Lance, uh, shit open, um, and, and pack it with cotton, uh, sterile cotton. It, it was weird. I was like, you're a fucking doctor. Like it's gonna, and she's like, it's going to heal from the inside out and close eventually. So in about a week, we're going to take out, I was like, what the fuck? Why are you not in, in fucking medical school right now? Like, we could be banking like a motherfucker. I, I could have like acoustic panels all over my fucking studio space right here instead of uh, moving blankets. But you know what? I'm going to go with moving blankets because it's cheaper and uh, it looks kind of cool. I don't know. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. I've, I've had a few beers and I got two more left in this cooler up here. So 
you know, we got a long ways to go on this episode. Yo, lucky for me, I've got a friend who listens to this show and they work at um, at Craft Pies. And she told me, uh, she was like, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And I told her, uh, probably today. And so she uh, hit me up through the Snapchat account and she was just like, well, I got a pizza right here with your name on it. And I was like, well, wait to, you know, like, give, just give it away because I'm not going to make it until it's cold. She, she was like, no, I'm going to make it for you once you get here. And I was just like, for real? Yes. And so her name is Sharon. Uh, Sharon, over at Craft Pies, you are the fucking goat. You've got me. And, and she says, I'll feed your fucking family, too. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm going to fucking lie and tell them I bought it out of my own pocket. That way they get more respect. <laughs> get more respect for paying for something. Isn't that how it goes these days? Like, um, there's a lot of people shitting on Valentine's Day. I catch so much shit. Like, people are just all like, why do you do all that for your wife? Like, you don't love her like that year round? It's like, do you follow my snap? Are you kidding me, dude? Yes. I Like, I put a lot of shit out there. Um, to the ones that are, yeah, oh, there's another email, um, to the ones that, that do say or claim that I'm just bragging on my Snapchat account, I'm really not. Um, I, I just, I, before meeting my wife, I was, uh, poorly in debt. I had no means of have of money. And, uh, the, I, I would just tell you this, a six pack of Budweiser, and a couple of uh, double cheeseburgers from McDonald's were the staple of something that I would brag about. And upon meeting my wife and her looking at my finances and, you know, straightening that shit out, she, um, you know, we went from a six-pack of Budweiser and two double cheeseburgers and, and two double cheeseburgers and fries. No, I'm playing. <laughs> and uh, we went from that to, like, you know, $200 seafood boils and just, you know, like we, she's been my rock and I'm hers. And, uh, so yeah, there's that. But anyways, I forgot where the fuck I was going with that. I just, I don't brag. All right. I, I don't brag about shit. It's always just to like, really it, it's, it's for me to look at later. I save my snaps so that way I can look at it and just be like, wow, like, look, we've come a long way. I went from buying, you know, Hanes t-shirts at uh, at Walmart to a Brooks Brothers brand, $100 shirts, and then, you know, same thing with this podcast, you know, people would laugh at me when I first started this, and look, we're still fucking here, and every week, you know, I, you know, I make comments on TikTok videos, I try to be funny, and other um, People, you know, I'll get notifications that, like, people have looked up the Suicide Tribe. I'll say, like, six new people, 12 new people, or 18, 25 new people, and that's in one week. Now, I don't know if you guys plan to stay listening to this show, but if you do, um, hats off to you, man, because I I do my best. And for those of you that have been listening from back to when we were called the Divinorum Forum, hats off to you, motherfuckers. You know what? Salute. Cheers. This one's for you. Because I couldn't have done it without you. In order for me to make any money off of this, you know. <laughs> Send more money. <laughs> 
speaking of money, let me tell you something that I like to do with the ramen noodles. So I went to a ramen restaurant and I figured out that they take a pack, basically a pack of ramen, um, a few, uh, a few, uh, bouillon cubes or packets and they boil it into a nice soup. And then they also add like either beef, pork belly, or, you know, something like that. And uh, meats and, uh, my wife and I, Ooh, pardon me. My wife and I, we both started to make our own and, um, it looked really nice. The only thing we couldn't fucking find are those little fish cakes. They're like, um, they're they're called fish cakes, but they're they look like this weird little star thing, round thing in the middle of your ramen, and it's got like this purple like spiral in the middle of it, and we we just simply cannot find those. I have been to um, all the way in Grand Prairie. There's an Asian market, and they said, oh, we're sold out right now. Who the fuck is out there selling me out? But anyways, uh, <laughs> so there's that. We made our own ramen at home, and I followed a pho recipe, or P-H-O, the pho. I followed a pho recipe that I found, uh, that I got from uh, Mr. Lee's Noodles over in Pennsylvania. Do y'all remember that, P-A? Uh, Mr. Lee's Noodles is fucking fire. If you happen to be in the P-A area, and you're looking for a bite to eat, you know, maybe a light lunch, nothing too fucking heavy. Uh, Mr. Lee's noodles was the absolute fucking bomb.com. Hell yeah. And I didn't even, I'm not even paid to add, to say that. I just, from my experience, you know, I'm going to put, uh, sorry, I, I, we lost connection. Uh, I'm going to put you on where the flavor's at. So yeah, anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I can never stay on topic. That's my ADHD just flowing away. Um, so the conspiracy on chemicals in your daily products, soap, toothpaste, that's a huge one, right? Fluoride in my toothpaste makes me stupid. Be like, no, your your lack of education makes you stupid. I'm not talking about school. Educate yourself. Read a fucking book. You know, do some research. If you go on the internet and you say something about like, is the sun yellow or red? One article is going to say it's red and another article is going to say it's yellow. Why don't you do some fucking, why don't you get a book? Open the fucking book. I started, I, my wife and her and her best friend, they like to read those, you know, fucking romance, sex novels. And um, whenever they go, I go with them, you know, because I had to fucking drive. And I get the, uh, I get, I go looking for my own books and I've got one about the fucking mafia. Um, I have family members, well... I think some of my family members might know people or of people who are tied and connected and something. But anyway, um, I like to read action novels. Uh, I go with uh, fitness novels where are not novels, uh, fitness guides. They're like a SWAT team or um, Navy SEALs, uh, you know, exercise regimen. That's fucking brutal. I'll give you that. But I try to follow it. It's almost like a P90X. But yeah, there there is evidence that shows um, in terms of like the toothpaste that you have. I mean, you're not supposed to fucking swallow it, but I imagine that the fluoride is absorbed through your gum tissue and underneath your tongue, you know, sublingually, which sucks. But hey, what are you going to do? And uh, well, they do make toothpaste without it. So that's a good conspiracy part right there. As far as like soaps, um, 
you, if you just look at, you know, do some research on the what ingredients are bad for you, Irish Spring was like one of the worst soaps, and they started to, um, they have been switch, you know, changing up their formula into where you still get that good old Irish Spring uh, aroma and fragrance, but it's uh, without parabens and all that other shit that dry out and irritate your skin. In my opinion, it still irritates my skin. I like Harry's, and I'm not even getting paid to say this. Uh, the Harry's, like the razors, Harry's brand soaps. Uh, Redwood happens to be my favorite, and so my wife just put in an order for some uh, for some of those soap bars. Uh, I'll tell you why I like those. Let's say you get it, you know, you wet it in your shower. Let's say you rub it on your forearm like four times. Just go one, two. Just like this, like one, two, three, four, and then you put the soap down. And with that, you can literally start lathering up your whole forearm all the way up to your to your shoulder. And then also use some of that soap and clean your armpit. Those soap bars are fucking amazing and they go beyond whatever the fuck. I, I love them. But but don't take my word for it. <laughs> I got to break in my uh, my party space studio. So I'm having a little bit of vapes. I got some beers on tap. And we are rocking and rolling. <laughs> but yeah, all that shit, uh, a lot of those chemicals and stuff, they do uh, attack your liver. I kind of got sucked into the rabbit hole on that. Thanks a lot, Josh. And uh, it was, um, you know, there, there's no stopping it. I'm just going to tell you that those are like Procter and Gamble and all and Gillette and all those products. They're, they're never going to stop, you know, um, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Let me tell you this. I, I just, let's, I'm done with that. Santa Claus is the only man that I know who can break into so many fucking houses without getting shot. Especially if you got to show me your secret, man. He could be out there hitting licks. You ever look around like, where did I fucking put that goddamn iPad or, Where's my fucking phone? Santa Claus, motherfucker. He comes in undetected and he grabs your shit. And he ate the edible cookies. <laughs> so now he's buzzing hard stealing your shit. He's a fucking gangster, man. CIA might want to recruit him. Uh, speaking of conspiracies, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the boys at uh, Macrodosing Podcast and uh, PFT for going viral uh, with Barstool, uh, sorry, they're with Barstool Sports. Uh, PFT went viral speaking about the NFL games being rigged, which I also believe. I, I just, so many calls, you know, reps get paid off behind the scenes. Teams get, coaches get paid off behind the scenes. And have you ever been watching an NFL game and you're just all like, why the fuck would a million, multi-million dollar coach make that fucking play? Because he got paid. You know, same thing with boxing. Um, fuck. You know, sometimes they, they pay you to throw the game. Yeah. All right, we're far enough into this episode that I can speak on this. You know, I have uh, regulations by sponsorships and stuff like that. And speaking of sponsorships, let's um let's give a quick shout-out to eebotanicals.com. That's right. You already know I'm going with EE Botanicals being the number one. One spot out there 
to get you some good quality Kratom at a decent price. Right now, you can use promo code TRIBE10. That's right, TRIBE10. You can get a badass deal for 10% off your order. And if you look at the shipping options, you'll see what I did for you. So, yeah, good old EE Botanicals, man. They've been with us from day one almost, and uh, they, they're still powering down so or powering up. Good for them. Plus, what I like right now is uh, if you use promo code Tribe Ten, they're gonna send you a few uh, a few sample packs, so you can try other strains that they have, and uh, they're they're all fucking fire. I recommend going for the Connoisseur blends, but that's just me. Uh, you know, to each their own. But anyways, let's get back into it. So I got drunk. <laughs> oh man, I got drunk. I went out to dinner with uh, a few friends um, that I haven't seen since high school. Rachel, Jennifer, their um, their husbands, and and then there's also Brenda. Brenda did not have as good of a time as we did. Um, first off, let me just say this. I'm not a wine drinker, but if it's presented at dinner and we're having a fancy, you know, pinky out type shit, uh... It is what it is. Once we started getting through the first bottle, that's when everybody loosened the fuck up. So anyways, here's my story. We went out to dinner with some friends and uh, Brenda being the third wheel friend, she had no date. And uh, I can understand why. You'll see in a minute. So we had two bottles of wine and these weren't just like skinny bottles. These were those big fat bottles, but they were some 19... 70 something or I mean, I mean 1980s uh type wine and they, it was pretty fucking good for a moscato and a red and a rose and a ruby red it was pretty damn good uh anyways she uh just out of nowhere we're sitting there talking about shit we're talking about jokes we're fucking around uh joking around and um out of fucking nowhere, she just spontaneously mentions that she got raped. Like, we're speaking on uh, the, the recent HBO Max uh, show, The Last of Us, which is really fucking hot right now. And uh, once there was like a pause within the conversation, she's like, yeah, that's messed up. Like the time I got raped. And uh, now let me tell you this, guys. I don't drink wine. I don't. I was buzzing. If you want to say buzzing hard, uh, I got dropped off. So you already knew I was finna tear it up. And, um, so I'm buzzing and I just nonchalantly blurt out. Nobody asked <laughs> and just quickly gasped I, because I didn't expect, or I didn't mean to say it out loud. I was thinking it, but because I was drunk on wine, I just, you know, everyone started to laugh. They were just, except for her, of course, you know, she was the last one laughing and uh, she looked like she was fighting back tears for like a hot second. And uh, I mean, it's true. There, there are some people that will just sit there and ruin the fucking vibe because they want some attention. And so they just saw like, hey, uh, uh, 30 years ago, I got raped. And it's just like, well, that's unfortunate. But uh, here we are 30 years past that. And uh, hopefully you have gotten past that. But anyways, uh, 
while heavily slurring my words, I tried to be like, slurry of life, if I happen to offend you, and I'm drunk. And she told me that uh, she never wants to see me again, and uh, I, I think she really meant that. <laughs> so uh, to those, you know, to Brenda, if you happen to be listening to this episode, uh, Brenda, please, with all due condolences here, nobody still asked to hear that. <laughs> Oh man, what irritates you? Um, what what is something like a pet peeve or irritates? Man, all right. If I'm texting you and stuff, and people like, if I just be like, "Hey man, you better watch your back. Shit's be happy. Shit's popping off and something," and then they want to respond with like some fucking wise quote they they heard on social media or a meme or TikTok or something. I just that that shit is just so fucking played out. It was just all like, well, he who uses the key to the lock will open it. It's like, boy, that is not how you talk, bro. Like, I'm sorry. If you're easily influenced by a fucking video that someone else made, then, you know, (laughs) go for it, bro. But, ah, just that shit's fucking whack. And they try to be like philosophical out of nowhere. It's like, bro, I fucking know you, dude. You ain't no philosophical shit, man. You're you're a fucking douchebag. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I guess you must have seen one too many videos. Anyways, you know, well, it is 2023, y'all. You know, a lot of people are identifying as whatever the fuck they want to. I uh, personally, I think I'm going to go ahead and officially um, identify as the Kraken, same as my AR rifle. Um, I I want to identify now as the Kraken. That's right, or Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, everybody can pick and choose what they want to be nowadays. So, I guess some people are philosophers. I'm going to be the Kraken. And there's that. You know, I'll just say this, man. Mental illness out there. <laughs> I guess the, the the dire need to sound important is just too strong with some people where they try too hard. And I don't know. Just be yourself, you know? That's what I tell the trans community. Ah! <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, speaking of the trans community, let's go in on that. First, I'm going to need a drink. <sighs> yep. Good old beer. Um, <coughs> went down the wrong hole. <laughs> Pretty sure they've heard that a few times. All right. So the, uh, <laughs> with all due respect to the trans community, it's uh, it's 2023. The trans community has evolved heavily over the past three years. I mean, if you remember, not even just three years. Remember Michael Jackson? He went from black into a white dude. And with the technology that we have today, it's very possible to go from white to black. That's right, you know... You might, they, I think they, they put a, a, a fuck ton of melanin inside of you. And, uh, yeah, you know, you might not have the, like, the curly fro hair, but um, you, you can look like Cat Williams. You know, they can, they can darken up your skin and make you a black man, you know, with a perm. Now, I assume that there's multiple packages, like, you know, the, the basic package all the way up to the gold package or elite. And... I mean, if you take the elite package, I'm pretty sure it comes with the black skin tone, um, 
and lowered credit score and, and of course, a uh, an unnecessary bounty from the police for harassment uh, for absolutely no reason. You know, and with the elite package, I think they also throw in poor restaurant service and the, the freedom to say the N-word. Come on, fellas. You can say the N-word publicly now. <laughs> I sure hope it comes with a gold with a for the fucking big dick, man. We can call that the gold member package. <laughs> it's funny how times have changed. So uh I get messages on um on what's it called? The the war with Ukraine and, and Russia. That if shit were to pop off right now, um the US of course would side with Ukraine against China and Russia. Which, yeah, you know, a lot of people like to focus on China's such a big country, you know, uh, what's his name? China's big, Russia's huge. We would be outnumbered. Yeah, but you, would you be out cracked? No, I'm playing. I, I saw that video. It's just like, I can outsmoke you. Yeah, you can outsmoke me, but can you out crack me, dude? <laughs> and, uh, but here's the thing about the United States military uh, intelligence is... They're always ahead. You know, we had the atom bomb first, and then now everybody else has nukes. So imagine what technology we have now in playbooks uh, versus them. I believe that they would have failed executions of um, different runs. Let's say they get a squad or a regiment, and they send them to do a job that the U.S. the U.S. Marines could do a lot better. You know, it just... There's uh if you do the proper research, you can see that Russia has many failed operations that uh didn't turn out their way and it um resulted in casualties. Which sucks, you know. If you guys are listening to this podcast all the way in Russia, um I don't mean any disrespect for you guys, but it's just, you know, that's just war. You know, what can we do? What can you and I do listening right now to stop it or affect you know what I'm saying? You got the higher ups that call all the shots. And that's that. But um, I, I feel like the I, I personally believe that the U, uh, the U.S. will uh, will not fall to uh, China or Russia. Regardless, we could be invaded. And that'd be a big mistake. Like if you look at the terrain of uh, of the United States, you know, you have mountains on one side. Uh, uh, valleys in the middle and then mountains on the other fucking side like and and the hills it's just the terrain you know you can't you can only imagine how much training that our military has had that they can uh i mean if they can go to the middle east and knock shit out over there come on you know there there's i think a, a united states invasion would not be optical i think they probably would hit a state uh, surrounding the borders of the country, but yeah, that wouldn't. I mean, we we saw what happened with uh, with Pearl Harbor. So, come on, you know, if we need to introduce the sun to another country, I think the Japanese guys would be all like, "Yo, why this this really might not be best decision." <laughs> wait, 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 you know, type shit. <laughs> Man, every time I hit this vape, oh, it's got a good flavor to it. I like vapes. It's better than smoking a cigarette. I used to smoke cigarettes, and then I stopped because, like, one time, you know, long after you stop smoking that cigarette, 
your hands are still going to smell like smoke. And I uh, like even after I used like soap, like Dawn soap or something, dishwashing liquid, it still does this. Oh, it still smells. But it, let me tell you something I learned recently. I did a crazy rabbit hole searching. Um, people that encounter skunks, I think at a certain time of the year, um, around here, there's a city in Waxahachie that gets uh, hit by skunks left and right. And, you know, you don't have to, like, bathe yourself in tomato paste or tomato juice and all that shit. Uh, you can make yourself a, uh, a michelada. <laughs> and while you take this advice, Dawn soap will remove oils. Oh, you know what? I don't know if it works for skunks. It works good for poison ivy and poison oak. Oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, so yeah, what's been going on with me lately? Um, well, my kids, you know, they're they're in the top of their class. My uh, my biological daughter Lauren, she's been, um, you know, she's been in the top of her class too. She's very smart, and I know she's smart. You know why? Because a lot of people. Instead of saying something and open their mouths with ridiculousness like me, they uh, they stay quiet because I guess they're intelligent or some shit. But anyways, yeah, that's how my daughter is. My daughter's very smart, and um, I like her to learn from the lessons that I've made, or the, I'm sorry, learn from the mistakes that I've made, as well as my other two kids. I want them to, and I think they have, they have great direction. Uh, my son he wants to go to college at, um, I forget which university it was, but he wants to study architecture and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, dude. Uh, I remember whenever I was, you know, in construction and I was helping to build a AT&T Performance Arts Center and I watched it from the ground up and just the person that did all that architect work, he was just standing there watching the whole time, making sure everything was good. He was like the supervisor. So I'm like, dude, remember me and your mom when you get to the top, okay? I'm going to need some new shoes, all right? You know, when the time comes to where you got to wipe my ass and I'm old, put a bullet through my head, and no, I'm playing. <laughs> Feed me the poison in my applesauce. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about the Super Bowl? Who watched the Super Bowl? Uh, I know Pennsylvania was watching, you know, you got your Philadelphia Eagles. And then, of course, you got Kansas City. Uh, can we still call them Chiefs? Or, oh, no, that's Washington. Never mind. They're still the Chiefs, you know, <laughs> um, instead of a uh, football team. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Kansas City, man, they, uh, they, they really came through. I will say this. I, as... As a good uh, Cowboys fan, that I, st I started to be a Cowboys fan in January. So that was last month. And uh, Cowboys didn't do too great this season. So the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, our arch enemy rival, happened to make it to the Super Bowl. So everybody wanted Kansas City to win because they didn't want the Eagles to win. And um, I, I personally made a bet uh, with De Bet DSI. Uh, I put 200 on... Uh, on the brain fart, uh, on the Kansas City, and um, I regretted that the entire game 
we were all the way at the Super Bowl halftime, and I was just all like, fuck. You know, they're kicking our ass. And then at one point, we got it 35 to 35, and so it was good. Um, Then towards the end, my wife was the one. I was sitting there playing a video game because I gave up on the game. And my wife was just all like, hey, uh, your team won. And I was like, what? What the fuck? Sure enough, yeah, they won. So good, 200 is in my pocket. I got a little chump. I got some lunch money, all right? Anyways, not bad. I was afraid that I lost it. And, you know, every time I was sitting there, we watched the score, we checked the score, and my wife would look at me, and I look right at her, and she just starts shaking her head like, fucking dumbass. Why did you spend two fucking on it? But anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, this is a good question about microdosing. Um, what can I expect to experience or feel with a microdose? You don't. You just simply don't. To answer your question, um, if you microdosed, uh, I'm guessing it's not LSD. I guess if you're microdosing shrooms, then you're going to get um, you're going to get the beneficial parts of uh, of ingesting these, but you're not going to get the the trip that a lot of people, um, you know, report having, as, as well as me. I think I've been on this show a few times where I was just like, oh, my God. But, yeah, it's uh, that's the good thing about microdosing is you get uh, the depression, all these, you know, anxieties and stuff like that, you get to ease those symptoms without having to go to the doctor. You just find your shroom plug and buy a lot at one time, keep them in a secure jar or something. I don't know, to each their own. And uh, you won't even know that it's happening. You just wake up the next day feeling better and better. So, I mean, I did it myself. And uh, that's why a lot of people, they always wonder why I'm always in such a good mood. Because, like, I learned that some shit just doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, what can you change? If it comes to a person, like I told you guys, uh, I was cutting bullshit-ass people who are either not on my team or mocking me or hating from a distance. I, I give them their space. Fuck them. They're hating from a distance because they're no longer right next to me. And, you know, I just, I do, I do what I got to do and I live every day to the fullest because tomorrow could be my last. And... You know, it just it's great. You know, you don't have to deal with a trip, especially for me. If I decide to go on a little trip journey, I I will have to dedicate eight plus hours to a trip where like my last trip that I had, um, I was just laying on a bed and just like, OK, here we go. I'm just going to ride this out laying on the bed. And so I'm staring at the ceiling. I'm closing my eyes, all yada, yada, yada. And um, yeah, there's that. So I will say my ritual um, audio that I listen to whenever I do trip, it's um, a habit. It's actually tool, but they uh, they have very minimal. Um, what's it called? Very minimal um, vocals. It's a uh, it's from their Lateralis album. There's three songs that come in the very end of the album. One is called Disposition by Tool. The next one following it is Reflection and followed by Triad. Now, they all blend together. They just couldn't make it one one track. They, they separated it into three tracks. And I play that on repeat over and over and over again. 
And uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but it works miracles for me. So that's my that's my ritual is I listen to those three tracks back to back. And um, and yeah, when it wears off, I, I'm a brand new person. You know, I feel like I'm ready to take on the day. Like I accept any challenge and um, because I can, I can overcome anything that I put my mind to. So there's that. But if you take too much, you know, you're going to sit there and be like, okay, I got the lesson like three hours ago. Say, well, buckle up, motherfucker, because you got six more to go. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, let's get into the um, the conspiracy on porn. Um, uh, I've got one email from uh, Adam here who claims that pornography is the psychological warfare that the government puts on on man. And uh, it's true. If you look at porn, you know, you get these these top 10 fucking babes, like these knockouts, whether, you know, regardless of what you like, you can find it all on Pornhub or you can find it on these porn sites. And uh, it, I think it takes a, it takes a toll on men because... I think it's a psychological thing where uh, this porn will feed off of what you you like to uh, like to see or, you know, your kinks and all that shit. I personally have taken a step away from porn. I just um, I don't know, man. I I don't. I mean, every once in a while, like I'll, you know, I'll watch some porn. If If I'm all alone for like, you know, two, three days all by myself and. In a hotel or something, <laughs> you know, I might, I might get, you know, watch a little bit just so I can go to sleep. But, <laughs> but as far as like everyday porn watching, like no, that's that's just whack. People, if you're watching porn every day, then you got problems. You need to step up your fucking riz, baby. Speaking of the riz, man, I've been uh, I've been working out. I've uh, I've gotten myself under two hundred pounds, and um. You know, whenever I, I feel like I, I look better with tighter clothes on and whenever I go out to the grocery stores and stuff like that, I get looks, man. I never I'm not used to having these fucking looks. You know, I, it, it's a good feeling. Like I've seen a, I've seen a couple of hot chicks. I don't want to say this, you know, while my wife's around, but I'll say like there was a couple of really hot chicks that like glanced up at me, looked down and glanced back like did a double take. And at first I thought, oh, that was just luck. But no, man, I saw it twice in the same supermarket, in the same Walmart store. And so I was just like, damn. Like, you know what? That that gave their position away. That means I could have them if I wanted them. But of course I'm married. You know, I'm not going to sit there and do that shit. But regardless, you know, it's a good feeling because it's like the, I'm getting the attention now that I never did whenever I was much chunkier. You know, whenever I first got married, I was like real fucking big. And uh, I'll just say my my stomach, my gut str- uh, poked out farther than my chest. But now it's the opposite. You know, my chest pop, pops out more than my, my gut. And it's just, ah, it's a good feeling. Like when you see somebody look at you and stuff like that, you can just psychologically know like I'm interested. You know, type shit, those messages you get. You know what I mean? Anyways, I guess it's safe to say your boy Salvia the Mint got the riz. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man, these winds are really picking up outside. Um, but anyways, um, our hearts, all of our hearts need to go out to El Paso, El Paso, Texas. There is a, a shooting that happened at the, what was it? Uh, the El Paso Cielo Vista Mall. You know, I've got friends and family out there in El Paso. So it's, um, you know, it, it rattles me a little bit to my core, but there's only so much we can fucking do. I mean, check this out. Look. With these fucking shootings that happen, why? How did it get to that fucking point where we just have to shoot up random people at a mall and it's like, I'm going out blazing. I don't know. Like It's fucking stupid, guys. Like, I just, I remember when there was like, back in school, when there was going to be a fight, like everybody would go outside and actually fight with their fists and not guns. Like, I mean, I've been part of it before. Where I just said, hey man, it's 3.30, let's go. Right across the street. And everybody came, people I didn't even fucking know, came to watch. And I'm not even trying to like, you know, toot my own horn. I've I've lost, I've, I've 50-50 fights in my life. Well, no, no, if you count the Pennsylvania one at that one bar where the dude tried to take my chicken wing, uh, I whooped him. So, okay, I've won four and I've lost three. So, there's that. But still, guess what? Both of us are still alive to this day. And there is no need to, like, end somebody's fucking life. Like, did you have to prove a point that fucking bad? Jeez. They're not even alive to get the point. You know? Point blank. Nah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We were already talking about child porn. Who the fuck sent me this? Uh, Mesquite, Texas. Uh, his name is John Waters, a Mesquite ISD, uh, high school football coach and a history teacher because, you know, everybody had that shit. There was a football coach or some kind of track coach or tennis coach that had to teach another fucking class and I guess thought that they were heartthrobs to every bitch out there. It's like, dude, they're fucking underage girls, bro. Like, calm your ego down, all right? There's there's, <laughs> there's broads outside of that high school that wouldn't look your way even if you paid them. But anyways, um, yeah, he's been, uh, this coach, this high school football coach and history teacher has been placed on administrative leave following his arrest for allegedly possessing child pornography. What the motherfucker? Let me see what this says. Um, man, to be honest, fuck what that says. How did you, how would, if you weren't guilty, how do you get caught in possession of child pornography? I, I never understood it. Like, there are no chick, even 18 is kind of creepish for me. Because if you think of 18 or 19 year old, my daughter's 14 and she's a child. In four more years, she's still going to be a fucking child. Like, I just, I'm going to have to accept the idea that she's 18 and able to do all that shit that I never, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. I look at chicks that, like, if you go back to porn, I'm thinking of, like, 18-year-old girl, this and that. Like, legal, sure, but it's still, uh, still a kid. Like, at least shoot for 25, 
25 year old chicks to like anywhere from 25 years old and up is pretty hot. I'll give it to you. Like if you take a 22 year old, you're still bank. You're still working with somebody that's like uh, barely able to drink. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just weird. I guess that's part of aging. Oh man, there's another one. The uh, there's a victim that told the the deputies that the suspect, this is black man, he tickled his feet and asked him to remove his socks. Then he licked both of his feet. That's fucking weird. What the fuck? And this dude, he looks like he could be an '80s MC Hammer rapper or some shit. This sounds like something Joe Biden would do. Like what the fuck? That's the world we fucking live in, guys. They, like. Dude, this fucking world is creepy. And you wonder why you do shrooms, man. Like, there's just... You know what? If the alien invasion is coming, let it fucking come. Like, this world has reached an all-time low. <laughs> You've got the Emmys and the Super Bowl um, having all these Illuminati satanic dances and weird shit. Like, come on. They don't even fucking hide it no more. They're just all like, "Hey man, 666." He goes, "Oh man, you had a great uh you had a great basketball career. Uh this is your this is your retirement game and you guys won. Uh what do you have to say for yourself? 666 Satan. Belio. <laughs> Satanus. <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> it's just like, "Okay, dude. Like what the fuck Black Mamba?" Well, I guess he's not here to, uh, <laughs> he's not alive, I guess, to say it. Or maybe he is. You know, like I said before, I think that all these guys, they fake their deaths uh, deaths, so that they could come back as something else. If y'all do some research, there are some uh, Juice World, uh, there's some pictures, I guess some tracks. It's a different rapper who sounds just like Juice World and X. So, you know, something to look into. Like if I'm, I never understood that type of genre of music because like if I'm if I'm driving on my by myself in the car, I'm thinking to myself like what am I, you know, like this is music that I that I vibe to. Uh, you know, I've been in dark spots, so every once in a while suicide boys might pop up, but I'm not going to listen to just uh, like I told her check yes or no, she said no. You know, whiny whine 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 whine. You know, just my life is so sucky because that one bitch said no, even though there's a world full of hoes. Like, come on. Hey, yo, but those of you here in Texas that know about this one bitch, uh, her name is Jennifer Samantha Puente. She was, uh, she was on the run for 11 years. I think she killed somebody. Uh, so she murdered them. So her bond amount was a million dollars. And then she, I think she's tried to burn the bodies. So the body, uh, that's uh, tampering to, uh, with, uh, I guess, fabricate physical evidence and human remains and shit. That's $50,000 on top of that $1 million. And then criminal mischief, of course, is uh, $10,000. So she finally been arrested. And um, a lot of people are just, like, congratulating it. Like, yes, she needs to have justice. But... If she was on top of, she was like one of the most wanted people uh, in the U.S. or Texas or some shit. And she even made it on TV. There's TV shows about her. Um, you already know she's going to take a guilty plea. 
and that's going to put her in probably a minimum security uh, prison, and she's going to have a pretty decent life if she does life in prison. I don't think they're going to uh, send her sentence her to death, but I mean, if you look at this chick. She looks like it. Like, she's, what, 29 years old now. They put her race as white. <laughs> hey, you know what? They say I'm white, too. But, yeah, they're, she's definitely going to take a guilty plea and get uh, something or get a reduced sentence of some sort. I'm, I'd like to see what that pans out to be. But, hey, you know what? Fuck that shit. We are, um, we are nearing the end of this episode, and... You know, it's a good old Valentine's Day special. So, a lot of people like to say that fuck Valentine's Day, fuck Valentine's Day this, fuck Valentine's Day that. Well, let's grab a beer and I got something to say. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Valentine's Day. I like to say it like that. People are like, Valentine's Day? It's Valentine's Day with an N. Say, well, yeah, but so many people pronounce it with an M. I thought it was cool. They're just like, what? Yeah, that's right. Shut the fuck up and worry about your goddamn self. Anyways, uh, so I saw a lot of it on uh, Facebook. And, you know, I never really get on Facebook anymore. I just shit post a bunch of funny shit. Uh, I get sent a bunch of funny shit. People repost funny shit. And so I do the same. But anyways, uh I do want to make this hot take on Valentine's Day. People say that it's a uh, it's a money grab, it's a financial warfare, some shit. They're just all like, "Oh, it's just another reason to spend money, like Christmas, to show your family that you, uh, you know, to show your loved ones that you love them when you should be loving them year round." And I agree, you absolutely should be loving your loved ones year round. But let me tell you this, if I don't hear none of that shit on Mother's Day, and I hear none of that shit on Father's Day, when you should be loving your mother and father year round, what the fuck? Where, where's your shit talking then? You mean to tell me like you're okay with spending a nice chunk of change on dinner for mom and a gift, but it's a flower and a box of chocolates is just too fucking much. Oh my God, fuck this day. <laughs> what the fuck like you get mother and father's day and that's where you're supposed to be you know aren't you supposed to be i thought you're supposed to be showing your love year round but like you know what fuck you these are the people that ain't got nobody doing shit for them anyways um you know what the bigger conspiracy is why do we send our moms to like saltgrass steakhouse or fucking the french room in dallas when dad gets like fast food burgers and chilies <laughs> and there's no shit talking on chilies uh kevin i don't know if you're listening to this episode by my bro but uh you're absolutely right ain't nobody's talking shit on chilies i'm just saying they it's all about the effort, right? Isn't that what your ladies say? It's all about the effort. Well, the effort isn't chilies, okay? Effort, that sounds like a settle. <laughs> hey, but you know what? We're fathers. We're men. We don't give a flying fuck. If you want to take us to chilies, that's chips and salsa for free and those chicken crispers. Now, if you're buying something else other than that, you might as well just be eating a microwave dinner. 
because the only thing that Chili's has that's worth a shit is uh, their chicken crispers. <laughs> They're fucking fire. I get that honey chipotle with the sauce on the side as well. Yeah. But that's that, man. Um, Thank you. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Psilocybe Tribe podcast. I hope that this episode was able to help you escape from the bullshit world that you're living in today. Uh, man, I just, I do my best for you guys. It's been, uh, it's been a very good and very busy two months, but now I got my own studio. So as the episodes come along, I will, uh, do my best to, you know, spruce this place up. It looks really bland right now, but I'm only, you know, bragging about it because it's going to be a fucking man cave. And, um, I mean, I've got plans for a, uh, at one part, there's a flat wall. And then the other part, there's a, um, a, like the, the roof or the ceiling comes down at an angle. So I figured if we have some nice sofa up here as chairs, we could put a flat screen TV on that slanted ceiling part. And so it, it, I mean, this is just shit that I'm envisioning now, but this is going to be an ultimate man cave for me. And I'm fucking excited to, to, to do this project, you know, but anyways, um, I'm going to finish this beer. I'm going to go hit up Sharon for a free pizza for me and the kids. And then I'm going to lie to them and tell them that I paid for it. And uh, I'm going to give Sharon the credit on this show. Thank you once again at Craft Pies. And shout out to Craft Pies for uh, okaying this. I never thought that I would get any, you know, support from you guys. But thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm going to catch you guys next time, all right? So y'all stay out there. Y'all stay weird. Not I ain't talking about you, Austin, Texas. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all. All right, man. Y'all have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Peace.